And good morning. Welcome to the Skinny here on WMNF Tampa 88.5 FM. My name is Ray Rowe. I'm the editor-in-chief of Creative Loafing Tampa Bay. Normally joined here today by my co-host, Ben Montgomery, a freelance journalist, author, and boat captain. Um, now nice. fully licensed to take you on a boat tour. And, of course, the uh, inimitable Mitch Perry, a senior political reporter at the Florida Phoenix, a nonprofit newsroom. But as you all know, regular listeners, Mitch has been exiled to Tallahassee uh, to cover the session. As you know, if you're a WMNF news junkie, it's fundraising time, Sean. Sean Canan is here in the studio with me today. Yeah, Ray, we are trying to raise $1,500 this hour for the skinny, and we can do that with your help. We really need to hear from people who are fans of this show. If you are interested in the great guests and the great topics that the skinny brings every week, uh, we'd like to hear from you that you support this kind of programming. Please donate on the web at WMNF.org. Yep, or you can give us a call, 813-239-9663. There's a small army of well-fed volunteers um, back there answering phones, running the donations in here to us. There's a bunch of great gifts um, you can check out on WMNF.org. And uh, I want to congratulate the Down and Dirty yeah. for having a really successful um, drive. I think that speaks a lot to the listeners listening right now who think that this news block on Friday afternoons, all Friday weekdays morning. really ma matters. You know what I mean? This is local, independent, locally produced news. We can't talk enough about how local and grassroots uh, this is, Sean. I mean, you've been here. You've seen all the changes. Yeah, if you'd like to hear and find out about what's going on in the Tampa Bay area, well, you should tune in on Friday mornings because Down and Dirty and the Skinny should certainly bring that to you. And then we get to lighten it up a little bit with uh, exercising your mind with art in your ear next hour. It's just a fantastic morning and early afternoon here on WMNF News and Public Affairs. So you can support programming like that by calling 813-239-9663 or you can donate. phones lighting up a yeah. little bit. You can also donate at WMNF.org. As Ray mentioned, uh, we, we are alerted whenever there is a phone that is ringing. So uh, we are excited to see when the phones are ringing and we're super excited to read your donations. We'd love to thank you. If you appreciate the work that Mitch and Ben and Ray do every Friday, please support it with your financial contribution by calling 813-239-9663 or WMNF.org. Yeah, so as as Sean mentioned, you know, it's myself, Ben, and, and Mitch here. And, and I think what's interesting about ours, every week we get a great show together, I feel like. And then on the other days of the week, I mean, we are just going hardcore in, in whatever newsroom that we have. You know, Creative Loafing, you know, our staff is not uh, immune to the things that have happened in journalism. But we continue on. We're really lucky. This show for me, Sean, has become a place where I can bring guests on, ask them questions, and then I can report on what I have here. I mean, the citations to, quote, WMNF Public Affairs Program, The Skinny, on really important stories that I've written would not be possible if this space wasn't here. I mean, there's literally lights on. And this station is unique in that it keeps the lights on literally with money from people like you who are listening who, who keep this on the air. I mean, you can't you can't understate how people powered this building is. It, that's how we go. Listener sponsors and we're commercial free. You know, we could be out begging corporations for, for uh, ad money, but we prefer to do it the people powered way to be independent from corporations and, and corporate influences and to only listen to 
and be responsive to what our our listeners need and what they're telling us they want is hard-hitting news and great music. And the phone number, if you want to donate, uh, is 813-239-9663. You can also go to WMNF.org. That'll get you straight to a donation page. We'd love you to just mark the skinny. It's SKY um, back there. And, and that's how you would keep this show on the air. You know, I was... Uh, Thinking about past shows that we've done, Sean, and thinking about all the guests that we, we've brought on. We had, you know, Lindsey Cross. Um, she was on ahead of the legislative session. Mitch covers that in depth. Anybody that reads the Florida Phoenix knows that. Anybody who hears Mitch on the air here anytime knows how well he knows that stuff. And we talked to uh, Representative Cross um, about what it was like in her freshman session um, and what it's like to work in a body up there in Tallahassee with a Republican supermajority. You know, she's working on bills. Some of them have to be bar uh, bipartisan. And, and she talked about one about um, carbon sequestration. And, and I was hoping we can kind of revisit that talk a little bit here for our listeners. Uh, we're going to play a clip from an old show, but please, let's get this phone lit up here. The phone's not lit up. 813-239-9663 to keep this show on the air. WMNF.org if you'd rather do that online. And I've noticed both last year and this year, you have a lot of bills that you're co-sponsoring with Republicans, which seems to me makes sense because Democrats are in a super minority in both chambers. And if you do want to get something passed, which, of course, is why you're there, um, that can only help the cause. Sure. You know, I think as Democrats, we have to work harder and we have to work um, very smartly. And so having Republican co-sponsors or Senate sponsors is something that I'm really focused on to show that there's bipartisan support. You know, the bills that I'm sponsoring, I feel are bipartisan, common sense things. And so it only makes sense that I'm reaching across the aisle to get that support. Let's talk about some of those. One of them that you filed that uh, I think you know, we saw a press release on this yesterday, I think, was this bill with uh, Miami. Dade Republican Anna Maria Rodriguez in the Senate that would create a task force to develop a state-level carbon sequestration program. Now, this is about combating climate change uh, in a way. It's to turn, I believe, because uh, I was wanting to learn more about carbon sequestration, it's to turn like nat- natural climate solutions to harness the, the, our ecosystems to capture and store greenhouse gases such as carbon dioxide, methane. Um, talk to us about this bill. Absolutely. So, you know, as we're looking at ways to combat our climate crisis, I think one of the most important things we can do is to protect and restore our existing natural areas and maintain our working landscapes, whether that's timber, ranching, aquaculture, oyster farming. Those are really important things. We have um, funding mechanisms and policies for conservation things like the Florida Forever program and the rural and family lands. But I think we need to be offering more alternatives for for farmers, for people in the aquaculture field, and for um, landowners to incentivize them to maintain their natural areas, to put money into restoring and enhancing the capacity of those areas to provide so many of the ecosystem benefits they do, whether that's storing and filtering water or storing carbon from the atmosphere. And that was the voice of Lindsey Cross, an elected official out of St. Petersburg. Mitch brings those kinds of guests regularly uh, to this show. We get to dive deep. Uh, Mitch likes to call it the real straight deal. And, and right. if that's something that you're into here, if you're into Mitch Perry, Mitch Perry's an institution in Tampa. <laughs> and, at of, and at WMNF. There's legends of him here at Creative Loafing. He was the guy that came in at 4 in the morning. <laughs> this guy's an animal. He's been doing it forever. And we need to hear from you. 813-239-9663. I, got, I think we have one person on the 
the phone yep. right now, um, Sean. Um, and, and we'd love to see more people there. WMNF.org. We need to essentially take in $28 every minute uh, to meet our goal here of uh, $1,500. And, and that's very doable. Um, the, my favorite thing about radio is while there's just a microphone here, you are really having a two-way conversation. And I think we do that every day here um, on WMNF. And it, if you support news and public affairs on WMNF, if you think that it's important that we have an independent media source, I get to look at a window and Chris Young is, is next door. And, and nice. every every day I probably hear Chris Young's voice, I don't know, what is it, five, six times in between shows? He's just reporting. Day in, day out, all good reporter story. Chris Young is there with the microphone. That's only possible because of listeners. And that's why we're asking for your support right now because it does take funds to run a radio station and to run a newsroom. And we think that that's worth supporting. If you think that having a local newsroom in your community radio station is important, please make a donation right now, 813-239-9663 or WMNF.org. And uh, you, we have some great thank you gifts we can offer you for your donation, like some concert tickets. Yeah, we have some concert tickets. So, I mean, that's the other part of WMNF, right? The news, the music, the late night stuff It is all complementary of each other. It's part of this fabric, one of the most unique um, things about Tampa Bay. It all comes together. So we have some tickets we can give away, or not give away, but you've, you've got to donate uh, for these. So we have Matt Maltese. He's playing Friday. March 15th at Crowbar in Ybor City. We can get you a pair of tickets for $45 here. Tickets will be at Will Call. That's an indie rock band. I mean, we've talked about Crowbar countless times, even in, in, in the uh, news and public affairs department. Tom DeGeorge has been here. He's been very vocal um, about Ybor changing the struggles of small business owners. And he's had a microphone here to speak to listeners from across the Bay Area, all the way down to Sarasota. Um, anybody that loves music, your life uh, revolves around public affairs too, whether you believe it or not. So two tickets to see Matt Maltese at Crowbar Friday, March 15th. That's an indie rock band. $45 uh, for one pair of tickets. We'll have those at Will Call for you. We have another concert. Uh, this is an old school band. I know at WMNF Lifers uh, will love this. Reverend Horton Heat. Um, I know that made you want to grab a PBR the second <laughs> that you heard um, that name. They're going to be at Janus Live in St. Petersburg. Another just storied uh, venue and institution here. It's $60. We'll get you a pair of tickets to see Reverend Horton Heat this May, uh, in, in, in uh, May 17th. That's a Friday night, um, so most of you are probably off on Saturday. You can, uh, you know, munch on your leftovers from the night before and, and make that happen. And one thing I should say about those tickets is that we are only offering you one pair of those tickets this hour. So once they're gone, they're gone. If you want to pick up the Maltese don't tickets for a $45 donation to WMNF, or if you'd like to pick up the Reverend Horton Heat tickets for a $60 donation to WMNF. The first person who calls in to get one of those, after that, they're gone this hour. Other shows, it's possible, might have these to offer. That's something I don't know, but I just do know that we only can offer you one pair. Yeah, we have some more concert tickets uh, we'll talk about. We need to hear from you, though, at 813-239-9663. Right now, there's nobody on the phone. We need to have uh, the phone ringing, WMNF.org. You're listening to The Skinny here. We do this every Friday from 11 a.m. to noon. Myself, Ray Roa, together with Mitch Perry and Ben. Ben's at a literal writer's conference right awesome. now. Uh, Mitch is literally in Tallahassee reporting on something right now. And then on Fridays, when Mitch isn't in session, he comes in here. He brings that straight to us, all those sources. I mean... 
He is just a wealth of, of, of knowledge. So if that's something that you appreciate hearing on, on the air here at WMNF, we need to hear uh, from you. 813-239-9663. Every little bit helps. We have some donations um, coming in. We want to thank these people. And, and as we read these off, I want you all to remember, these are people, these are your neighbors. These are the people you're honking at in your road rage uh, session. And they care about the same thing you do. <laughs> yeah, isn't it great to know that it's kind of like a... a collective action that we take whenever we listen to WMNF. You might be listening in Gulfport and, and I might be listening in Bradenton and, and we're all but we're all listening to the same thing and this, whether it's a great tune that's just come out that Marcy's playing or whether it's the, this news story that Ray is breaking on a Friday morning here on WMNF where it's it's all part of this community and your neighbors, as Ray put it, are, are also part of this community. Thank you so much to Julie Jenkins for a $21.60 so contribution is helping out the skinny. Thank you so much for that donation. Also, we have a $50 contribution to Tom from St. Petersburg, and he says he loves his editor. Would, uh, so thank you so much. <laughs> oh, that's Professor Halleck there, University right. of South Florida. Very cool. And Robert Whitmore is getting our new artist T-shirt, which we'll talk about with a $100 donation. And Tracy Stuhler is also getting a T-shirt. It's the black T-shirt with the WMNF logo, $95.50 contribution. So thank you for those first four donations that have come in during this show for The Skinny. That's getting us part way to our goal of 1500 but we do still need to hear from you. 813 239 9663. And also joining us in the studio right now is Mario Nunez from Down and Dirty. And he has some people to thank, I think, from Down and Dirty. Wonderful. Thank you, guys. Thank you so much. I appreciate the opportunity to say what I'm about to say. And we want to say thank you <clears throat> to John's mom, Adele. Oh, Adele, Adele donated $100. And we so appreciate that donation. Adele, thank you. We know how wonderful your son is. And, and he loves his mom very, very much. We also <laughs> like to thank uh, former city councilman Sean Harrison. Sean Harrison donated $150. And his comment in the comment section was, John, I don't agree with your views, but you're a good man. And, and that comes from Sean Harrison. And we would also like to thank Ron Huff, who donated $100. And Ron said, first time he listens to the show, and he was really enjoying it. He really loves it. That's what mm -hmm. he says. So thank you, Ron Huff, for your $100 donation. And I'm going to make a pitch right now for my good friends at The Skinny, because half the joy that we have of doing our show at 10 o'clock is being able to pitch it over to the fellows here at The Skinny at 11. And we know that that's a seamless transition. We want to make sure that they get an opportunity to stay on the air, just like we do, because that, that's what makes Friday morning so special. So listen, everybody, 813 239 Six, three, with the same love and enthusiasm that you helped down and dirty, share some of that with the boys here at the Skinny. Thanks yeah, so much, I, I would agree with that. I remember when Down and Dirty got booked, and I found out that it was Dingfelder Nunez uh, <laughs> coming in before us, and I was like, "Oh man, this is wild!" Because these two guys are totally plugged in locally, and now WMNF is home to two straight hours of really locally grown news and people who really care um, about the local area. Um, you know, on Down and Dirty, it's this great mix of like entertainment um, and, and hard news. It, it's a great mix and it's all local. And we try to bring that here um, at the Skinny. Obviously, sometimes we zoom out, Sean. We're so lucky to have Mitch Perry in Tallahassee. That, that institutional knowledge of, of legislation, lawmaking and news in Tallahassee all the way down here to St. Petersburg. I mean, he's been here forever and he brings that to the air all the time. So if that's something that you want to keep on WMNF, um, you know, I was listening to Cam Dilly's show uh, today, and, and, and he said he played The Last DJ <laughs> by uh, Tom Petty, and the Freedom of Choice came on. 
um, you know, last human voices on the radio. I don't know how much radio you're listening to elsewhere, um, but a lot of it's programmed from other places. Um, but right now, we are local. And, and I want to talk about some local reporting that we did um, right here. Uh, you know, we talked to Robin Lockett at, at one point. In, in January, Tampa City Council, uh, who John Dinkfelder used to be a part of, not his council, they advanced this juvenile curfew ordinance. Um, you know, our paper at the time reported there was a lack of comprehensive data or even plan for an enforcement. Kids would have been ticketed uh, at you know, after 11 p.m. And it was only being considered in the wake of last October shooting on 7th Avenue, which killed two, a, a horrific thing. But ultimately, that curfew died on the vine after a lot of our reporting on our, our radio. But the run-up to votes was full of this public comment and some very cutting remarks from, you know, people like Robin, uh, regional director at Florida Rising. She expressed disappointment at the fact that the conversation and urgency about this curfew only came after what happened in Ybor City when, when other people in the community have been crying for help uh, forever. She spoke more about that here. This is from uh, January 25th episode here. Let's see if we get that queued up. Um, thank you for being here today. Uh, I, I should mention, Robin, last year you ran for the District 2 City Council seat and you made it to a runoff where you earned 38% of the vote against a very, very popular incumbent. Um, you are seemingly at every City Council meeting. Um, I've described you as kind of a public servant, but not on the taxpayer dime. Mm-hmm. Um, at the last meeting of that year, this, this meeting we're talking about, you expressed disappointment um, at the fact that the conversation and urgency about this curfew came after the Ybor City incident. And, and I think it's fair for me to characterize Ybor right now as a rapidly gentrifying neighborhood uh, in the midst of a transformation that's been fueled by um, projects by deep-pocketed developers. Would right. you agree? Yes, yes. Um, with that. And, and you told council um, in that meeting at the end of last year, uh, East Tampa has been crying out about gun violence for years. Mm-hmm. Can, you, can you expand on that a little bit? So, um, it's a true statement, right? Uh, there has been uh, crime in East Tampa, uh, Robles Park uh, specifically. You hear, I would get calls in regards to uh, individuals, uh, not necessarily kids, but individuals doing drive-bys, shooting up uh, uh, doors and the uh, people having to duck uh, uh, in their apartments or, you know, find cover uh, in the community if they're out. So it was an unsafe, last year, I think, or a year before that, it was an unsafe place, right? You, I would go over there because I grew up in Robles Park, 212 East Kentucky, right? Uh, unfortunately, there's a, uh, I, we were living on top of the cemetery, Mm. Yeah, <laughs> right, us, right, right, right. Yeah. But uh, I felt safe going over there. But now, you know, when all of that, the shootings and so forth was going on, I, it drove me to caution. So mm. uh, and not just in uh, in um, Robles Park, but other places. So this situation or issue has been a problem. But I just felt like uh, when others of economic background or something else is involved with it, City Council or the administration wants to take note to it and make changes when they were wringing their hands because they were driving saying, uh, oh, well, what should we do? We want to be treated just like South Tampa. Mm. If South Tampa was having this, what would y'all do? Mm. You wouldn't wring your hands and ask the community, what should we do? You're going to take action. Yeah. So it was just it was just that for me that was, uh, you know, uh, disheartening. So that's the voice of Robin Lockett. At, at that point, Tampa City Council was talking about a proposed youth curfew. If you're a city council junkie, maybe you were like watching that day, but not everybody is. 
but Robin made the time to be here. This microphone was available for her because of listeners who donated money to literally pay for the electricity that runs the transmitter, that beams her voice, those concerns of the community, back out into the community so that people can consider these things. If that is something that you support, if, if people like Robin should have a voice on a radio station that reaches the farthest regions of, of Tampa Bay, I like my drive to Orlando because I could listen uh, to WMNF a long way. Um, all the way down in Sarasota, you can hear us. We need to hear from you. 813-239-9663, WMNF.org. That's where you can donate. You can pick some great prizes, uh, or not prizes, <laughs> gifts. Uh, they are a prize, too. Um, and we're going to talk about some of those. We have an anonymous um, $100 pre-pledge before oh, the you. show um, started. Um, and they're taking home this artist T-shirt. It's a beautiful T-shirt. It's indigo, uh, unisex, cotton, soft. I would sleep in that five nights a week. It's got a butterfly um, on it. That's That could be yours for $100. Even uh, uh, John Dingfelder, former Tampa city councilman, picked one up. Um, that's I'm, I'm guessing that's an XL uh, councilman. Uh, actually, Lynn made me get a 2XL. Oh, man. <laughs> Ray, I'm, I'm so glad to be joining you this morning uh, uh, to, to help you with your show because uh, when I get done, when Ray, Mario and I get done with our show, on the way, on my drive home, I listen to your show and, and you guys are doing a, a wonderful job. Um, you know, on that, that issue that uh, Robin was talking about, it always disappoints me when local government and state government, when they, re- they respond, they react, you know, to this tragic shooting in Ybor City, instead of recognizing that these shootings are happening once a week, you know, especially in East Tampa and other, other you know, parts of the Bay Area. Um, they need to res- they need to be proactive, and and the, that's the message I think that Ray, that you and the guys give week in and week out is is to government is to to do a better job over at Creative Loafing. Y'all do that, and Ray, I'm going to take a little uh, special privilege here to take <laughs> to take all the credit for your success in life because I taught because I taught Ray Roa in seventh grade at Booker T Washington, nice. and uh, he was just a, a scrawny scrawny little guy back then. I probably then. weighed about a hundred pounds. Less than I Dripping do now, wet. and I think that's like this the, that really special thing about WMNF. I started volunteering at WMNF when I was 17 years old. It was for high school credit hours. Flea, who many WMNF listeners he just loved, in the studio. he just walked in. He brought me into the music library. I was in charge of putting color coded um, tape on these to, to genreify this library that that's beautiful. And I remember Flea gave me the the uh, station's only extra copy of, of Bob Dylan's Blood on the Tracks. Nice. And just the kindness that flows through here and, and the community that is built here. I mean, I'm literally on a radio show right after a guy who taught me science in seventh grade at a middle school that's right down the street. Um, and we that, like to talk about social studies more than science, I believe. Oh, okay. It was it? So yeah. yeah. That's how much no, no, I spent. No, no. I, taught, oh. I taught science, oh, okay, okay. But, I, but as a lawyer, I would often stray into social studies. But those are the kinds of local... My my story here is not unique at all. Every single person that walks into this station and volunteers their time has the same exact story and experience here. This is a community thing. Folks, we, these folks are volunteer. volunteers. Volunteers. Okay. Ray keep it is on volunteering. That. Mitch is volunteering. They're all volunteering and they need your help. I'm not seeing the phones to light up. 813-239-9663. I just wanted to say hello and I'm out of your hair. 
No, we love um, hearing Mr. Dingfelder's voice on here. I, I love being able to text him and, and say, are you driving around in that, in that big suburban, Mr. Dingfelder? And then just to have him in here, really inspired by the show that he does to make sure that we also continue to, to bring marginalized voices um, to the air. Um, I wanted to talk about uh, some of those, actually. Um, obviously, we, we talk about local things, but we also talk about state things. And, and one of those things that's been going on for a really, really long time is, is the White House boys. Um, Florida's Dozier School for Boys was just a horrific place, right? And um, for a long time, you know, uh, right now, actually, this week, Florida news outlets are finally finally picking up on this story that we've been talking about for a long time, that uh, there's a bill that might pay reparations to survivors of that school. You know, boys there were subject to horrific abuse. One of my co-hosts here, Ben Montgomery, was actually nominated for a Pulitzer uh, for his work after telling the stories of those injustices. He's been on this story since 2010. Um, It's something that we talk about off mic all the time. You know, he was telling me when this legislation was being proposed, put through, and then finally, when it started to become real, we had three survivors of the Dozier School on, along with uh, the lobbyist who was helping write the, the uh, legislation and lawmakers um, who were going to try to push this through. And we had the White House boys on, um, and they talked a little bit about their experiences there and what that might mean to be compensated for the pain. We're going to play this clip, but before that, we need to hear the phone ring here. 813-239-9663. We want to thank you um, on the air, WMNF.org. Please let us know that this kind of reporting, this kind of news and public affairs is important to you. Let's play that clip of the White House boys. And if you violated uh, rules, often the punishment was being taken to uh, the White House for uh, for a beating. Were, were any of you all uh, beaten in, in the White House? And can you, I know it's tough to talk about, can you give a sense very quickly of what that was like? And what, you know. At 12 years old, I was uh, there uh, three days and I was taken to the White House and received a beating of 31 licks with a leather strap uh, that was just uh, a beating unmerciful Uh, and I've lived with that, still live with that today, how someone as big as these guys were that was in charge could take and beat a little child at 12 years old (laughs) with that kind of beating, Uh, it's something that stays with you your whole life remember that day here um, in the studio. We had three of the White House boys in here. We had another um, joining us by Zoom along with lawmakers and, and lobbyists to talk about the atrocities that happened at the Dozier School. And at the time, nobody was really talking about the Dozier School, uh, but we brought that um, to the air here. And I just remember that being a really emotional day, and our listeners responded to that. And we really need listeners to respond um, now. 813-239-9663, WMNF.org. Sean, a little update Mm -hmm. here. I think we're up to $420. Yeah, Um, I'm not sure about the significance of that total, but uh, maybe your listeners are responding in a specific way. To it's 420, and uh, uh, but we do need to hear from other people right now. 813 239 9663. We're well on our way to our $1,500 goal, but we can only get there with your help. If you think that the work that Ray and his colleagues do on the skinny is worth supporting, we would like to hear from you right now. Give yeah. us a call 813 239 9663. We've definitely got to hear from you. You know, 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, all of those denominations, uh, those help. 
up any denomination. I don't care if you're atheist. Oh, come on, come with it. You know, you know, Mitch was ta- or uh, Sean was talking about 420. Mitch has just been on top of uh, cannabis legislation, yeah. uh, really owning it here on the airwaves and on on Florida Phoenix, and we, we've been able to bring that. So we want to hear from you. And and there's different ways to uh, you know contribute, and there's a ton of swag um, that we can give you. WMNF. I don't know if you've been to the website lately, but it's awesome. Uh, it's really easy to use, super clean. It's got this great kind of burst logo um, on it, and you can wear that logo on a black T-shirt. I'm talking to my black T-shirt uh, crew uh, people here. Uh, you can join the circle of friends for less than $8 a month. Um, I'm going to out myself here. I didn't even know I was still part of the circle of friends. I have two $5 memberships from forever ago. Sweet. I think it's one for me, one in the name of my wife, and I don't even feel it. Um, right. And, and I'm definitely not making a lot of money. Um, so you can do that. You can join that or you can do a one time pledge of eighty eight dollars. You can get this black T-shirt with the great new WMNF logo um, on it. You can also get a tote bag. Um, it says it says uh, totally real radio. Um, I think I, I can't read it, but it, um, it's it's awesome. It's two-tone. Um, tote bags are it right now. And plus, you don't want to pay the money for the bags anymore. You don't want the earth uh, to pay that price. So we need to hear from you. Uh, WMNF.org. You can donate online. 813-239-9663. Sean's got some colored pieces of paper in his hand, and that's a good thing. Yeah, yellow is my favorite color today. So I want to thank for a $60 donation, Paul Shamonsky, who it says loves the station and is getting those Reverend Horton heat tickets. Nice. So thank you for those. Those are so gone. Off the we table, we then. can't. Yeah, we can't offer those anymore this this hour. But we can offer those Matt Maltese do- tickets for a forty five dollar donation for a pair of tickets. That's Friday, March fifteenth at the Crowbar in Ebor City. So call in for those if you'd like eight one three two three nine nine six six three. I also have a new Circle of Friends nice. contribution from Joseph Priest, who's donating twenty seven dollars and ten cents a month and Dang, that's supporting awesome. the skinny. So thank you so much to those contributions. Now we need to hear from you at WMNF.org. Yeah, 813-239-9663 to join that crew, to join your neighbors, to join your community and saying, hey, listen, I'm going to skip a coffee today and I'm going to make sure that WMNF can keep the lights on. So thank you so much uh, for those donations. Sorry about the Revan Horton heat tickets if you wanted them. I think this is only time on the station because of the nonprofit rules we can talk about prices. I haven't done the exact math, but I'm pretty sure this $45 donation for a pair of Matt Maltese tickets is probably less than you're going to pay after fees. I imagine. Um, and then the best part is, uh, I think we talked about this on, on Down and Dirty, you get to make this donation, walk around today, walk around really for the rest of your life until, until the next fun drive and know that you you did your part. Um, the community nature of this thing is incredible. 45-something years ago, a group of people knocked on doors. They broadcast out of a bathtub, essentially. Um, and it's still going right now. It's become its own thing. WMNF is the most unique organization I've ever covered. I mean, I volunteer here, um, but I've also written about it from a news standpoint. I've sat in these meetings. I've listened to the eclectic opinions of the people who volunteer here every day. And it is truly truly a representation of of the community. And that's something that we do here on the show too, right? So we listen to the community. We're always listening. 
sometimes we have educators on. We, sometimes we talk about things like PragerU, right? Uh, PragerU, last summer, parents in Hillsborough and Pinellas wondered if their kids would be using PragerU materials for this academic year. Um, Creative Loafing Tampa Bay got a response from both districts in Pinellas and Hillsborough, and we welcomed uh, Colin Wolf, who's a digital editor at Creative Loafing, to talk about this story. You know, PragerU, an unaccredited far-right institution with uh, a history of, of, quote, downplaying systemic racism and promoting anti-immigrant theory. So we had Colin come on. Reagan Miller from the Florida Freedom to Read Project joined us. We talked about book bans, anti-woke measures, and, and that was months ago. And now we know how those anti-woke and book bans are playing out. We see it. The, those things are getting walked back. And we talked about them in a forceful way. So let's hear this clip here. Before we play this clip, please light up the phones, 813-239-9663 or WMNF.org. If public affairs is important to you, local news on the radio, we need to hear from you. Um, I'm here. You know, Colin brought up something <laughs> about these policy points, Reagan. And, you know, since we last talked, I think the last time we talked, Reagan, it was, we were pretty heavy in, into the book ban um, thing. It was kind of similar to like COVID in the beginning when nobody knew what was going on. And, and we were really, were, you were, your group was trying to kind of rally everybody and organize and things like that. But since then, I, I don't know if I want, this is the right word, but things have kind of cooled off and the country's kind of caught up to DeSantis and his campaign has kind of started to sputter. Um, and people are kind of realizing that these aren't the kinds of issues that they uh, want a, a you know, presidential candidate to, to run on. Has your strategy changed over there at, at the Florida Freedom to Read Project in the context of DeSantis's kind of uh, fizzle? Well, I mean, he might be fizzling. I'm, I'm not going to approach it that way. But I will tell you, I mean, when you think about it, with what happened over the summer, there's been so much more than just PragerU and book bans. I mean, we've got African-American history standards. We have the AP psychology debacle. Um, like, they have continued to go and go. You know, they've come out and said, oh, wait, you know, the um, HB7, HB1557, which um, Parental Rights and Education and the Stop Woke Act, you know, oh, those don't apply to classroom libraries, which we have been waiting. But now we have this new bill, HB 1069. And what we saw in Pinellas two weeks ago, I guess two weeks ago now, a week and a half, is that they're ramping up again and reading excerpts from books because they know 1069 gives them more, you know, room to move books. And then they've also developed this special magistrate where if a parent, only the person who files the complaint against the book, if they don't like the outcome, i.e. if the book is retained at the, you know, at a school library, only that person can then file an appeal to the special magistrate. And, you know, likely they're going to have a more conservative outcome if they appeal it to the state. So I haven't seen them let off the brakes. I feel like they're, you know, they're still going with all this stuff. And so our approach has just been to keep letting people know, you know, what's going on. That was a voice of Reagan Miller from the Florida Freedom to Read Project discussing book bans at, at a time when Ron DeSantis was still a, a viable candidate for president. I think you heard some of the doubt and and, and the the the, uh, the crows coming to roost. Is that the expression? Yeah, um, it's yeah, kind yeah. of eerie to listen to that now, considering how it went and 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 how that's going to go. But that's just stuff we do here on a weekly basis here um, on the Skinny. We bring people from the community 
who have real concerns, who've organized and are trying to do something. Um, and those people really, you know how like sometimes we say, Sean, you know, everybody's really just like one missed paycheck away from, from poverty, right? For sure. And, and as far as like issues and things people care about, people are all the same. We all care about the same stuff, but there are those people that just take a little bit of a step forward and, and, they, and they put their neck out there um, in a very real way and we bring them on the air because they are your neighbors, they're your family, they're your friends, and they care about your kids um, in school and, and we platform them here. I'm just going to go ahead and say it. You know, they talk about that stuff. We bring in all kinds of voices um, to do that. So if programming like that is important for you, if news, public affairs, local stuff is important, we need to hear from you. 813-239-9663. Sean, I'm, I'm kind of excited. The phones have been ringing a little bit. Right now, there's not a phone call. Would love to see that light up. But we've hit $800. We have. Uh, so we're a little over halfway our goal here with 20-something minutes left. Um, and that's really promising. Like, that makes me feel great, right? Like, it makes me feel like people are behind us, and I want to hear from more people who are behind us. Join this crew of people that is helping this show. We still need to raise $700 in the next 19 minutes. We can do that with your help. 813-239-9663. Maybe there's one person out there who feels strongly about WMNF and about the skinny, and they can donate the $700 we need to meet the goal. That would be great if you could do that. Or maybe you can meet, donate $1,000 and go to our uh, WMNF Tropical Heat Wave and be on the, the Oasis tent. That would be a great uh, gift for you for a $1,000 donation. Or maybe you can make a $100 or $50 contribution or join our circle of friends at $10 a month or $20 a month. Whatever donation level you'd like, please give us a call right now and support Ray's show and Mitch's show and, and Ben's show, The Skinny, with your donation at 813-239-9663 or donate at WMNF.org. Yeah, we'd, we'd love to hear from you. And, and you know, there's other... Um incentives and swag that we can get you here, even starting at $35. That's you joining the circle of friends at $3 um, a month, a bumper sticker or a window cling. We have refrigerator magnets. I have one of those at the office, uh, $35. Um, a healing sound journey with, with Elove. You get to come in the studio. Uh, these tote bags for, for $88. The full color logo on a black t-shirt, MNF logo. You can get that right now. 813-239-9663. If you support shows like the skinny news and public affairs blocks here on WMNF Tampa news has been part of the mission here at the station since the beginning right Sean absolutely yeah it's uh, been a very important part news and music ever since 1979 when the station first went on the air I saw an ad for WMNF it said we have we don't have talking heads but we play them you know, yeah, true. and this is as close as you get to a talking head um, here on WMNF. But the difference is, it, it's it's somebody in your community, it's your neighbor, and I'm a long time WMNF lover, and I love this story about one time there was a state legislature who threatened yeah. to pull all the the funding from the state. I mean, the station was the in, station. in dire need. And they pulled a last-minute fundraiser, um, and, and they made it happen. Made up for the difference. And this station only does this three, maybe four times a year. Other than that, it's non-commercial all the time, just community stuff. I don't know if you're watching TV, listening to the radio elsewhere, even podcasts. They're full of commercials, you know? And, and what Sean and his news team here are producing are podcasts, essentially. We have a podcast tab, right? You can subscribe to all these podcasts. These are locally produced podcasts that only work because of small and large uh, donations. So we need to hear from you, 813 813- 
239-9663-WMNF.org. Sean has another yellow piece of paper. Yeah, Ray. We just got in an anonymous $60 donation for the skinny. Awesome. Thank, Thank you, you so much for that. So we need about, I'm going to say about $740. So, or, sorry, $640. Uh, uh, that's very doable. We that's can do doable. that with your help. 813-239-9663 or WMNF.org. Yeah, and um, so... Again, Sean mentioned corporations. You know, we like some corporations, local ones. You could buy that that pass, that Oasis pass for WNF Heatwave for $1,000. It put us over the show. I'll sing a cappella a, a couple tunes if somebody does that um, right now. But we're going to keep it local here. As uh, You know, Mitch loves to talk about elections, uh, Sean. Uh, we talk about elections a lot, implications from local all the way up to Joe Biden. Uh, we've had Marianne Williamson on here, Green Party candidates. We do that. And and there's somebody locally, his name is Barry Edwards. He's a political consultant. I like talking to Barry and I don't because a lot of times Barry tells me things that I don't necessarily want to hear. But he kind of spits the truth um, about uh, the findings of his polling, uh, his listening, you know, that kind of method. So I want to play a clip of Barry here talking about money and races. This is just part of what we do here. Uh, if, you, if you like this kind of stuff, 813-239-9663-WMNF.org. We have to know with money that you guys care about this. So, Barry, let's talk about this. Uh, we mentioned earlier the voter registration drive, but South Florida uh, Democratic Senator Jason Pizzo, uh, who's expected to lead the Senate Democratic Caucus next year, said in a recent interview, quote, we're not flipping any seats, talking about the state Senate in Florida. Right now, there's a 28 to 12 advantage. That's true. They may not flip any seats. He could lose three seats. So this, this, this angered people. This angered Jeremy Matlow, city commissioner in Leon County. He, he said to uh, Jason Pizzo's comment, quote, what a fraud. All these folks are worried about their ego and their own gubernatorial bids while turning their back on Floridians that need them to stand up and fight. Is this where the Democratic Party is at? Just give up a, give up a year before the election? Well, I just wrote an op-ed yes. in the Tampa Bay Times with Greg Truax, my friend Greg Truax. And we talked about three areas. One was fundraising. And I made it as the most positive, favorable slant you could toward the Democratic Party, Democrats in Florida. I took caucus to caucus, party to party. I didn't include the PACs because if you include the PACs of all the members, the lead for the Republicans goes up about another 100 to 1. So whenever you include it any other way data-wise, it's bad for the Democrats. So the best one numbers is the House Democrats under Fetcher Driscoll have $140,000 in the bank. The Republicans in the same committee have $3 million. In the Senate, the Senate have $248,000. The, the Republicans have $18 million. Real, say that again, 18 million 18, versus, versus... 18 million versus $248,000. Okay, oh. so the Republicans, I think, would say that there's three seats that are in play. I looked at all the seats. Now, as you know, I predicted for the editorial board at the Times. I gave, uh, I think it was uh, Kirby, uh, uh, what was Kirby's first name? Uh, yeah, I know uh, you said. But anyway, uh, I gave him... Kirby tweets his yeah, Twitter but handle. I, but I used to give Kirby Tim Nickens. Kirby Wilson, yeah. 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 So I, I, I predicted the legislative races 15 months out on the state Senate, four years ago and six years ago. Right. The most I was off by two points. They're that structural. These races are not... So if you think that you're special, then you are then you're have some sort of psychosis. Because nobody's <laughs> special. Unless you're more special than Barack Obama, Ronald Reagan, Bill Clinton, etc. combined into one. It is interesting, by the way. This so they're that structural. Yeah. The seat up Corey Simon is not going to get beat. In Leon County area. In Leon County. Yeah. Now, the most competitive seat that we've ever won was Janet Cruz, ran a great campaign against Dana Young. 2018. 2018. She spent $4.4 million, I think, in total spending. And it went to and, recount. And 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 it was she won by 411 votes. And uh, 
Well, yeah, and, and Hillary Clinton won the district by two points. So the best district ever won was a district that the Democrats had a plus two advantage for performance for president and governor. Plus two, okay? So Corey Simon is nowhere near that good. The th but the Democrats have three seats that they hold, or two seats that they hold, the Jason Pizzo seat and the uh, Senator Torres seat that... Ron, that Ron DeSantis won in this last election, that Marco Rubio won, that Ashley Moody won, that Will Simpson right. won, and that uh, yeah, no, it uh, looks Patron. bleak. It looks so, bleak. so all five of those Republicans statewide won those races because of the even with the Puerto Rican vote, which we thought was a blue wall for the Democrats, it wasn't. Those seats could easily flip. But if we, but if we all, but if it cost us 4.4 million eight years ago to win a seat, right now Jason Pizzo can put in seventy thousand dollars into the three competitive seats. The Republicans, if they don't raise another dollar, can put seven million in. Now, I'm not as smart as a lot of you progressives on this show, being the progressive voice of Tampa Bay. But I think that's a big difference. Okay, we don't have enough yeah. money to compete on the Democratic side. That was the voice of Barry Edwards. He's a political cons consultant, somewhat regular guest here. He really gets wonky on on uh, elections and things like that. It's really interesting to have him on because he tells you a lot of hard truths. You know, he jokes around a lot. He's pretty charismatic. It's fun to hear him and Mitch kind of go back and forth um, on there, and that's what you get here um, at the Skinny. So, if that kind of like programming is important to you, if elections are important to you, you know, Barry's talking about millions of dollars. We're not talking about that. This show needs about seven hundred dollars right now, not seven million. Although we'd love a seven million dollar yeah. contribution uh, right now, but we'll take seven hundred right now. We'll take fourteen fifty dollar um, contributions. Eight one three. Two three nine nine six six three would be really cool to hear from you at WMNF.org as well. You know, Ray, speaking of elections, we have a presidential election this year. And one of our listeners points out that we should mention this. And I agree. The free and equal presidential debate is coming up this February 29th out of New York. The debate will have Jill Stein, Cornell West, RFK Jr., Claudia de, de la Cruz, two libertarians and one other woman running for president. Free and equal holds various debates and can be found on Facebook and and their website for more information on those participants. So thanks to Jennifer for mentioning that because, yeah, we should be mentioning all the candidates that are running for president. So far, I, I think we've only really concentrated on the top Republicans who have run and and Joe Biden, who's the only uh, real Democrat that's, that's uh, uh, even on the... I, I shouldn't even say that. I should say there's no primary even in Florida that the Democrats in Florida are going to just uh, hand the uh, their delegate delegates, I think it's called, delegates yep. to, to uh, Joe Biden without any kind of primary. So thanks for pointing out that democracy involves more than just two people. Uh, and thanks for pointing out. And we out, talked Jim. about that here on, on the air, you know, the fact that democracy was being uh, neutered. I'm just going to use that, you sure. know, word here sure. because there wasn't a, a primary primary in Florida. And we talked about that extensively. Those are the kinds of things we talk about here on The Skinny. And if those are the kinds of things that you like talking about, if that's the kind of radio, news radio that you like, we need to hear from you. 813 Two three nine nine six six three. There's not a phone on right now. Mm -hmm. uh, WMNF.org. If you don't like being on the phone, uh, we need to raise about seven hundred dollars left. We've got uh, lots of gifts, mm -hmm. um, and and some that are here. Uh, we have three signed copies of a book called A Shot in the Moonlight. Uh, the book is special in this room because it's authored by one of the co-hosts of this book of this show, uh, Ben Montgomery. A you know, he spends writer. a lot of time writing writing about books. Um, I've written a lot. I've read a lot of Ben's writing. I've been grateful to edit some of it. Um, Lately, So this is the story, it's a true story of George Dinning, a freed slave 
who in 1899 joined forces with a Confederate war hero in search of justice in the Jim Crow uh, South. Great book, great read. Um, I have this quote here from Colson Whitehead. Uh, Colson Whitehead won um, a Pulitzer Prize. Um, one of, he's got a lot of attention for you know work that he did based on Ben's reporting uh, with Dr. Aaron Kimmerell, a USF professor. Um, but he said it was taut, intense, inspiring, and terrifying in its timelessness. Um, those are the kind of people talking to you week in, week out. Something that's unique about our show is Ben, myself, and Mitch, we're really busy, right? Uh, so sometimes not all of us are here. Uh, and, and Ben's covered this radio show by himself sometimes. He, he's, he's brought that. He's a volunteer, gets paid no money to be here, just like every other volunteer programmer um, on the station. And the only way uh, they can keep coming in here is if somebody donates to keep the lights on. So 813-239-9663, that's how you can give some money, WMNF.org. You can give some money that way. You can back a dump truck in with cash in to the front door here at WMNF, and they'll take that um, as well. As long as there's no strings attached, we remain completely independent here of all our donations. And uh, we have eight minutes left to go in this show, and we still need to raise about $640, I think it is. So please uh, call in now, 813-239-9663. Take one of these books, A Shot in the Moonlight by Ben Montgomery, for a $100 donation to WMNF Community Radio. Support the skinny, support Ben's show and Ray and Mitch, their show, and support the station with your $100 donation, 813-239-9663 or WMNF.org. And that's a signed copy of, of that. And I'm sure Ben will be happy to personalize that um, for you as well. So $100 gets a copy, a signed book uh, from Ben Montgomery there, A Shot in the Moonlight. Um, this is the skitty. We have about six, seven minutes left to raise about $650. 813-239-9663, WMNF.org. This is where it gets hairy and scary. We want to know if this show has support. Uh, we've been on the air for, I think, a year now. Uh, maybe a year and a half, Sean. You know better than I do. Time flies. Time does fly. Uh, and there's some phones lighting up here. Join this okay. person on the phone, 813-239-9663, if you love news and public affairs on WMNF. Um, I would challenge you to envision a station without news and public affairs. I would challenge you to envision a WMNF where this room next to me, full of all kinds of papers, young reporters like Chris Young. Um, I see the intern Jimmy, Jimmy. back there. Um, he's back there and, and they're making there. the Colleen's back there. Mm -hmm. These are young people learning from Sean, learning from everybody in this room, young people gaining institutional knowledge about the community that they're going to school in, living in. And God, I hope that these young people can stay here and continue to report and make news because we need people who live here to write about this place. Those are the best kinds of reporters, the people that were brought up here. And for 45 years, WMNF has been creating reporters out of people, news people. Um, Mitch is a product of that. I'm a product of that. Um, and your money makes that happen. So 813-239-9663. We need to hear from you, WMNF.org. If news and public affairs is something that should stay on WMNF, we got to hear from you now. $5, $10, $20, $1,000. dollars uh, That would be awesome. One of the great thank you gifts we have to offer is this beautiful artist tee. Artist Doug Wright has created a logo for WMNF. It has a butterfly design uh, surrounding a radio tower. It's very pretty. You can see it on the WMNF.org website. It's a soft 
t-shirt and it is a blue color but it's a it's a wonderful blue it's kind of a periwinkle blue almost or a, a slate blue a, a terrific color it's a this is one of our best tees ever it's available for a 100 dollars donation to wmnf so please call now and make your contribution you can select whatever thank you gift you'd like but the best thank you gift is keeping community radio going strong into the future protecting this asset for future generations. Think about it in in 20 or 30 or 40 years. Wouldn't it be lovely to know that WMNF is still going strong for our our the uh, the people who come after us? That's something that is worth protecting and you can make it so by donating now 813-239-9663 or wmnf.org. Yeah, that's very true. And, and I want to sneak one more clip in here about the role that citizens play in, in uh, this the community review board for police. But Sean makes a good point, this generational thing. I came to love WMNF because my dad was listening to it in the cool. car, you know? And at first you're like, what is this? <laughs> like, I don't get it. I'm sick of hearing people talk. And you know you're getting older when you start to like what you're hearing because you know you're getting more engaged in your community because you care more about the place you live. That's what WMNF does for us day in, day out. Really, nobody thinks about it on a daily basis. We only bring it to your face and to your ears here three times a year, maybe four times a year, when we ask you for donations to keep this radio station open. We got this clip here. Um, there are legisl- There's legislation moving through the state house right now, uh, essentially would abolish police review boards that, that review close cases of police misconduct. Uh, you know, at Creative Loafing, I get a lot of mail about, oh, you're not balanced. And, and, you know, like we definitely have a view. But WMNF is this nonprofit entity that has to be balanced. And we bring that Right. So we're going to hear from two community members who are actually on the board speaking on behalf of themselves, not the board, about how they see their role in keeping the police in check. Um, I just wonder how you guys view your job. Like, do you think of yourselves as ombudsman or um, what? what, How do you view your role on this board? I see myself as the liaison between the citizens and the police department. It has morphed a little bit since the very beginning. You know, I don't know that we all understood what we were getting ourselves into in the beginning. Uh, But now people know that I'm on this board and I do social media. I talk to to people on social media. And if they have a problem, they bring it to me and I send it on either to the police chief or our liaison with the police department and they react to this. And so I feel like people are more comfortable coming to me than they would be trying to figure out where to go in the police department. Uh, you know, because it's a, it, it is a large organization. We, you know, you have district offices. People don't all understand that, but they understand that I'm on this board. Yeah. And so being on it as long as I have, many people do understand that I represent them uh, to the police department. Bridget and Gav, what about you? I, I feel like my job is, you know, I heard in, when I was waiting, some people talking about tooth and toothless and all these things. And I really think that it's a flashlight. You know, the flashlight doesn't have any teeth, but it's certainly a useful tool. And I feel like for me and for, you know, you know, at least I can speak for myself, that we're shining a light where maybe a light hadn't been shown before. Mm. Or even focusing a light that had been shown maybe broadly down to a specific case, a specific, you know, instance. So I like to think of myself as a flashlight. And Devin, we didn't know he was a poet. 
Yeah, so so Devin there, that's the voice you heard. He's on the Tampa's Community Review Board, a police oversight board. And he told us that day that he joined the board because he was looking for something to do. He looked up what he could do for his city. He found that, and he's been on the board. And, and he plays a role um, in his community. And he came on the show that day to talk about legislation that would essentially make his job, abolish his job in, in, in a lot of ways. Um, that's the kind of thing we do here at WMNF. You know, he mentioned that there are flashlight over there. And I, I would like to think that MNF is a little bit of a flashlight, also a shovel. Um, sometimes we're a hammer. Um, and I think there's a lot of people that would be scared when Chris Young or Sean Canan <laughs> shows up at their presser um, because they are going to be held accountable. And we can't do that um, unless our listeners also make themselves accountable and join in in this community, true community effort, right? We need people to donate money. I know it's hard, but we just need you to give us five, 10, 15, 20, 25, 100 dollars, 813. Two three nine nine six six three. We have thirty seconds left. Uh, WMNF.org. Sean, any thoughts? Yeah, I do want to thank everyone who donated so far. We are still a little bit short. Uh, we can raise that now. We can continue. Uh, Ray will keep asking for that after today as well until we make up the goal. But I, I do want to thank everyone and who, anyone who has donated to WMNF Tampa. Yeah, we love the fact that we, we've heard from so many great um, friends out there, listeners, strangers, new friends. Um, this doesn't happen without you. And, and I can't hug you through this uh, microphone, but truly, we truly appreciate you. Please keep showering love on Joellen Schilke here. Her show, Art in Your Ear, here on WMNF Tampa is like a magazine. Um, and she's going to do it. She needs your money right now.